Once again, it's the Movie Mayhem Podcast. It's your boy, Brian. And unfortunately, for me, and for you, the listening people, Matt isn't here. He's down in Trinidad with his family, having a grand old time. Uh, I think they were hitting up clubs, hitting up a lot of cool shit. And the only thing he's not doing is hitting up this podcast. uh, In our final installment of December to Dismember... And, oh boy, what a final installment we have. Joining me is the only person who I could have got within the last 16 hours to join me <laughs> is my cousin, Mike DeQuattro. <laughs> What's up, everybody? How's Mike, it going? Mike, tell the good people what you've been up to. <coughs> uh, watching a lot of football for our other podcast. That's right. Uh, the Pick Last Podcast, if you want to check that out. The best intros in the game. The best intros in the game, thanks to uh, our co-host, uh, co-host, Andrew Parker. And editor extraordinaire. That that's something that he's very good at. He's, uh, I give him that. Um, I don't give him much else. No, that's, but but just that. <laughs> I, I the the craziest shit that I like on our like, on our side group chat for the uh, Pickless podcast. Like I come out with like these like hey, like hey Andrew, how about you take this clip and this clip and somehow work it together and like at the when he posts the show, it's like that's exactly what I thought. That's what you wanted <laughs> like, to happen. I was like, yeah. he is too good at this. <laughs> so, and, other than that, just gaming. That's gaming. pretty much it. Yeah, I haven't really done anything crazy. Getting up, getting ready for the new year. Oh. You know, new year, new me. So New year, new you. Know, hashtag new year, new me. Ah. Um, that's what's, the res- what's the number one resolution on the board? Number one resolution is to not have a resolution. I'm not fake. That's so edgy, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, you're what is subvert expectations. <laughs> you know what? I look at it like this. I'm perfect now. I don't need to be more perfect next year. You know as, what I mean? as a laugh comes over the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> she comes home today. I'm, she comes home today? She comes home Just tonight. Just in time for New Year's Eve? Uh, yeah. Well, um, so I'm going out to dinner tonight for my mom's birthday. Very nice. And then afterwards... Aunt. Yes, your aunt. <laughs> afterwards... Uh, Probably going over to her house, spending the night, and then going to work tomorrow morning. Okay. Why would I have off New Year's Eve? Yeah, yeah, you're only preaching to the choir, pal. <laughs> I mean, I did work yeah. Christmas Eve, Christmas, and then New Year's Eve. Yeah, New but at Year's. least for holidays, you get that, you get that, uh... Sweet fuck, That man. sweet, yeah, we're closed on actual holidays, yeah. but the holidays I want to be off on, we're not off, so... Yeah, it's know. all good. It's all good. It's all good. Um, so the movie we're going to be doing today is, uh, an independent feature... To say the least, mm-hmm. uh, it had a six million dollar budget, uh, not a very big box office run. They they did not they did not go public with this. Yeah, it went to a couple of like it went, I know it went to the Alamo Draft House, yeah. and then probably a, like a very few small houses. I heard that it did very well. That they did a limited run like well, on a wider. A, it killed on the uh, the festival scene. So like I think yeah. South by Southwest, Fantastic Fest, and Cans. They got Cans. Cans. They uh, IMDb said that they had a seven minute standing ovation. Yeah, but they give like ovations to everybody. Yeah, that's there. true. Like Kevin Smith got a standing ovation for Clerks too. Yeah, I don't know about Clerks too. I know yeah. Clerks one probably like deserves yeah. it. Clerks two, I don't think well, deserves it. Yeah, like it's seven minutes. Kansas is like a weird place, though. Yeah. Kansas is like you either do well or you do, or you, or do, you or abysmal. You are, or, yeah, yeah, like there's a uh, movie that just came out. It's like the house that Jack built, where like Matt Dillon plays like a serial killer with OCD, and it's mm-hmm. apparently so gruesome and violent that like people walked out of the Kansas premiere, and then the other people stood for fifteen minutes applauding it. I'm like. <clears throat> Which one is it? Yeah, yeah. Is it like ten people in the fucking? Was it like two people walked out because they realized they didn't want to watch blood and gore, and then everybody else was like, "This no, is a good movie." They had they had videos of people just like walking out, scoffing at it, like, "Oh, I can't believe it! Oh, I can't believe it!" And then like they're like, "Yeah, they also had like a, a fifteen minute standing ovation." It's like, how? Yeah. Like, like, is it like is okay? Here's the thing: is it a standing? Is it fifteen minutes because they clap for like? 
three minutes and then like try to get out of the aisle for the next like 12 <laughs> it's like oh come on like it was a clapping 15 minutes straight it's like dude like, see now i always wonder because i know a lot of festivals they'll have like you know the uh, like the director and like some of the stars come out on stage right do they time it so like they're just clapping the they're, director, they're clapping like, and then like and right. then like the director comes out and then like the clap starts to die down so then like the actor comes out I and would... then like everybody starts keeps clapping yeah and they I... just like milk it for the whole cast to come out i think I, that could be it i don't know i think that's, i don't know how that works that's but... one of my resolute that's one of my new year's resolutions is to go to a film festival this year oh okay and not like a comic con don't go to don't go to like south by southwest though no no i've it i've heard it's like so expensive mm. and it's not worth it like it's like okay. you have to pay like over like eleven hundred dollars to yeah. be able to do like movies and like the pop culture thing and stuff like that like it's Jesus. like a lot of money that's i know that i know all... they have some like they have the yeah, i know, I know they have the tribeca true. film festival in new york yeah but that's like all pretentious shit i know and then also they do fantastic fest which is like the horror one yeah i wish there was one for the like movies i like like just shitty comic book movies like mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'll start a film festival this year. Who knows? Maybe. Oh, that would be fucking weird. That would be a little bit, but you know, yeah, it, I'd be there to support it. I, yeah, couple. Of, yeah, a couple of resolutions on the list. But <laughs> the movie we're doing, it's called Mandy, starring Nicolas Cage uh, and a bunch of other people who you don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's pretty true. Uh, they they spent all their money on Nicolas Cage's budget. Yeah, like, I think actually, you know what? The, he's so weird now. Uh, uh, Andre uh, Andre or uh Thomas Wayne from Batman Begins, who you get to see his dick, which is weird. A little weird. Uh, the bald guy from Predator, and that's it. The interrogator from uh, The Kingsman. Oh yeah, yeah the uh, the guy, the very distinct looking guy, this guy. Oh the, yeah, the chainsaw guy in in the movie. Richard Brake. Yeah, also known yeah. from Doom. Oh yeah, also in Doom. Yeah, he's it's a it's a weird cast. It's a I, I think it's a weird movie. <laughs> I think Nick uh, is directed by and I loved going through the IMDb trivia of this. Mm-hmm. It's directed by uh, his name is Panos Cosmatos. Or Pesmet, I don't, I don't know how to speak Greek, but um, you go through the IMDb trivia and it's like, oh, director, uh, director trademark, uh, you know, people, people on LSD, director yeah. trademark, violence, director trademark, cars. It's like he's also, done two movies. He can't have a trademark yet. Also, also it was a grainy, like it was like grainy film. Yeah, he did use or something grainy, like that. Like, do you know how many people use grainy film these days? There's a whole genre to it. Yeah. Like, it's it's ridiculous. But this movie's set in 1983, and I think it's it's these re- like it's this atmospheric, kind of hard-to-describe movies that it's just, it's so fucking weird. It was a very weird movie. You, um. you... Actually brought it up to me. Yeah, you asked me. You asked like, me what movie, movie you want to do, and I was like, and, and it was so weird because at that point, I think I saw like, you know how like on Twitter everybody's doing like their you top had ten movies. Any movie you could pick. Yeah, every, like you could have got me to watch Lord of the Rings. No, I would want Matt here for that. <laughs> no offense to you. Okay, but I would need Matt because Matt understands that that, and I'd be like, Yo, Matt, like this one, this heaven, it, it would flow. When Very Le- well. When Legolas and his egos. <laughs> you remember that? Um, yeah, everybody on their list had Mandy as, like, either number one or, like, number three. Or, like, somewhere within, like, the top five of their favorite movies this year. And I was like, I mean, it got pretty good reviews from, it, like, some people. But, like, IMDb it, has, it like, a very, six. It's a very like a divisive seven. movie. Yeah. Because there are yeah. people who watched it who were, like, lost throughout the entire thing, probably. Mm-hmm. And then there are people watching, like, oh, the visuals. And, the, like, I'll tell you this. If you're looking for a dialogue in this movie. Don't. You're looking for the wrong movie. looking in the wrong spots. <laughs> yeah. If um, you're looking for, like, balls-to-the-wall action, you're going to be waiting. Yeah. And so it's also not balls-to-the-wall. It's just, no, not really. It's pretty it's just... like down and dirty violence. Yeah, uh, it's um. So now after seeing it, 
Yes. And I'm maybe jumping the gun a little bit. Would you put it in your top five of the movies you've seen no. this year? No. I would put it in my top 20. Because uh, I've seen 20 movies. I could, I could probably squeeze it in the top 10. Yeah. Um, you know, the, they call this a horror movie. Like, some people calling it, like, a horror thriller or thriller horror or whatever. Um, I think Annihilation's a lot better than this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's one that, that came in second on my list. I think you could I had, have made me watch Annihilation. What, I, could, I, I also want a map for that because he was saying that are, it was a good movie. He No, he, he's he been on the show and said, like, because I, I brought it up, saying, like, oh, I heard Annihilation's good. He's like, yeah, it's a movie. Oh. I didn't so, know that Matt doesn't. Oh, all right. He's like, I think he likes it, but he's not like, oh, I'm not losing my mind over it. It's not. Oh, okay. It's no ex machina. It's no ex machina, but it's it's like close. Like yeah. it's it's a solid. Like it's trippy in the same kind of way where it makes like, you think. I like that you're cutting me down in my legitimacy as a movie watcher. I'm not cutting on you my, down in my house. In my house that <laughs> I built with my bare hands. That's not what hands. I'm doing. I'm just saying, like you insult me. I, I like uh I like Is it because I made you watch Happy Time Murders. I liked it. I liked it for for what it was. <laughs> I didn't not like that. I'm more mad about Buckaroo Banzai. <laughs> right, that's a grudge right there. That's that's like two seasons ago. <laughs> or or I could go back to what was the season one with Edge of Tomorrow. I'm Thanks for making me watch that movie. <laughs> I'm telling you, watch it again. Yeah, I might. I might have to. I it's... I was th- I was toying around with that idea of rewatching it, but we'll see. Rewatch it, and you'll be like, oh, I'm such an idiot. Maybe we'll see. Oh, yeah. We'll see. You watch anime, you fucking love fucking anime. All right, I right. sometimes watch anime. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get let's get back. Yes. Uh, Where are you at this one? Phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. Uh, every shot seemed like it was there for like a purpose of the aesthetic. Okay. Um, I wasn't really a huge fan of the aesthetic of like. It was kind of like you know that like. It had that feel of like a neon vibrant, but also dark and grainy. Yeah. And I didn't like I didn't really like that mix in the beginning. Like when I when it I it took a while to get adjusted to it. Yeah. So when it first started, I noticed that it looked like it was filmed in the eighties, and it looked like I was watching the beginning of Rambo or something like that. Like that's what it looked like. Yeah, it's like um, so it kind of opens up in a, in a, like a logging town where mm-hmm. like Nicolas Cage plays a lumberjack and he goes to his. Uh, goes to his girlfriend and they live in like a, a cabin in the woods and it's it's very like um if you feel very it's like a damp area yeah because it's gray sky very green greens and very like uh, like dark browns yeah but then when you get to meet mandy you get a lot of like pinks and purples and mm-hmm. deep blues and like it's like a nicholas cage character's name is red but he's covered in blue most of the time and i think a lot of it was uh, covered when they were talking about planets. Yeah. How her favorite planet was, I think, uh, Jupiter. Jupiter and his Jupiter's was... uh, Jupiter and his planet was uh, Saturn. Saturn. And then he changed it to Galactics. Yeah. Galactus. Because Nicolas um, Cage will never stop being Nicolas Cage. Fun fact: that's the opposite of Anna and I. Oh yeah, my she favorite. likes Galactus she, and you like. No, no, she likes Saturn. I like Jupiter. That's oh. my favorite planet. So, so I, sh- I thought that was kind of funny. Sequel to Mandy. <laughs> and Mikey <laughs> or Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, but like Jupiter's known as being like a blue planet, mm-hmm. and Nicolas Cage in that conversation is blue, and as she's describing that there's a storm like being hidden in there that's so strong and powerful that will just tear down the Earth if it yeah. was ever if it was in the uh, that atmosphere, and while um, uh, Neptune, he's just like saying Neptune because like oh, I just need to say something. Yeah, but like you see by the end of the movie, Nicolas Cage had some shit boiling up inside of him. Yeah, and like what he said about this character, like he really enjoyed playing Red, even though he did not have a lot of lines. No, um, he did not do a lot, and he wasn't even on the on camera most of the time. Not until like not until the end, like, like the, the first last hour, time. he was on there for very yeah. limited amount of time. I remember, I was, I mean, obviously, I remember it was last night, but I like like texting you mm-hmm. while I was watching the movie. It was like. 50 minutes in mm-hmm. and I was like there is nothing that happened yeah like Nick Cage barely in this movie like it's... there's a there's a lot going on but nothing to it and you're like just wait and just I was like alright I was like I'm, I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it the benefit of the doubt and that 
last hour like really made up yeah, for like, it. It's yeah, it's like very trippy, like the beginning half because you're like you're you're kind of getting this vibe that Nicolas Cage only loves Mandy, and then like she has this kind of like this power over over men. It seems mm-hmm. where like him and uh, Jeremiah just like see her and like it, the whole like everything changes like it's the deep red it's like like just yeah. like they just want her and she's the only one there and it's like that close-up on her face or, and it's like even though she's not giving like the most like alluring expressions like it's it's almost like a blank slate but her like the way her eyes are like so black and like they're kind of this she has huge fucking eyes in this movie yeah she's yeah. like it's it's really it's a really striking look throughout the entire time and then up until her like ah, uh, I, all right look here's the deal we're about 16 minutes in uh you should definitely see it it's on amazon for 99 cents yeah it's, so there's if there's definitely no reason to not rent it yeah but it's also one of those movies where it's hard to explain it's, it's hard spoiling. to explain without spoiling just because everything that happens happens so late in the movie yeah. So it's hard to just sit here and like dance around the idea even, of even, well, let's not spoil the movie because it, it has to be spoiled. Even talking about the settings and the surround, and, like and everything like that, is spoilery. Yeah. So yeah. I'm just gonna hit the horn and then we're gonna talk freely about it. So here we go. You might want to lower your your volume. Oh, I may want. <laughs> I might want to raise my volume. Oh boy. <laughs> okay. It's probably going to be deafening on that yeah, one. Yeah. So. My ears. Oh my god, I'm bloody. <laughs> uh, but so yeah, so this there's this cult led by Jeremiah Knight or Jeremiah whatever the fuck his name is. Jeremiah is pretty much what they call him. I don't remember them using Jeremiah last names. Sand. I don't remember them using last names at all. Yeah. So he's movie. like this failed like singer, who then starts a cult because he gets a message from God, but mm-hmm. basically he's like a fucking baby. And everyone around him is just like, well, I don't want this baby to throw a temper tantrum. Yeah. And he and it's he's kind of, he, he leads a brutal brutal cult, who works with a motorcycle gang called the Black Skulls, who are pretty dope. They're crazy. Yeah. And the the it's the kind of the best introduction to a side villain. Oh and, oh yeah I mean and the whole like. The whole like it like their whole intro it's it's fucking it's great they get called by this horn they they come in their motorcycles kind of light up the light uh, light up the area mm-hmm. they have these weird voices they're dressed up all fucked up and, and but they have to have a sacrifice yeah and yeah. The, and the, they took this fat blonde kid and I was like I'm very triggered right now because <laughs> I was like that's a that's a hard look that I that I was trying to cu- cultivate back in the day. <laughs> And, like, when they attack uh, Mandy and Red, you just see, it's so, that's, I, I laughed at that point, mm-hmm. where you see the fat kid looking in the window, and then he gets pulled yeah, away. He gets pulled away. And he's, like, kind of yeah. clawing, and, like, that's so funny. Yeah, but, I mean, like, even that scene, um, so, they show it a few times before this happens in the movie, where their bed in, like, their bedroom is surrounded by three panel glass windows. Yeah. So it's like they have a full view of the, uh, of the woods behind them. So, you know, they're laying in bed and you would expect to, like, you know, see the, the motorcycle gang, like, come up from behind them. Right. And, like, you'll see them through the window. But then all of a sudden it turns the camera around and they're already in the house. They had this really cool like electric light thing going yeah, on. Yeah, it was like a strobe light and uh but it wasn't like consistent like a strobe light. It no. was like a flash and then like wait a little while and then a flash and then like they would get closer and closer. It's like a three second delay. Yeah. Yeah. And they do that a lot in this movie where they do like a flash, delay, 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 come back come and, back and, and it's yeah. it's kinda like it's it's that it's a, it's like it's an old movie trick where they when they cut to black everyone moves closer takes like a step closer mm-hmm. and it's and it, and it's a cheap way of doing things instead of like oh these are theory like look at them teleport and all this shit yeah. but like it's you know it's I mean, this movie was made for six million dollars so you yeah. have to take every fucking advantage you got yeah and playing with the lights is 
one of the best advantages you get. And and having that that panel, that three panel room, kind of plays into it because you kind of light it in blue in the back, yeah. and then you could fuck with the the blacks and the and the other colors. Mm-hmm. Um, that was definitely like the trippy part. That was like the yeah. first like trippy part that happens. Was when it's unsettling being when it, when yeah. it starts happening. You're like, ooh, I yeah. don't, I don't, I don't like. Where also, this is because going. these guys are like filled with like some of them have like sp- like nails coming out of their body. It somebody on Reddit described it as like it's the perfect Rob Zombie movie that Rob Zombie never made. Because, because it's like it's that kind of like the the biker gang's that kind of like demonic yeah. looking thing. I thought they were like the the was it the, the Hellraiser like Cinnabites, yeah. whatever they call it like Cinnabites, I think that's a Cinnabon thing like whatever like oh the, I like Cinnabites. yeah uh, like whatever they're like like whatever Pinhead's like buddies are called. Oh yeah, it's like I never this is like it's like their cosplay of that. It, yeah, and like one guy's wet all the time and dripping. Yeah, like slimy. Like, 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 what are you doing? Like, yeah, dude, shower. Don't wear leather so much. So uh, that cult uh, that's led by Jeremiah, mm-hmm. um, apparently he's also the distributor of that LSD drug right. too, and he gets everybody addicted to it, and he that's tries. and I believe that's why the biker gang like works alongside them because not only does they do they get the sacrifice but they're also all addicted to that lsd Uh, the one in the jar yeah yeah the extra strength lsd (laughs) so you know what you need Mm -hmm. yeah um no yeah they uh i mean they really kind of hamper in the whole lsd thing they don't make it a fun drug to take i'll tell you that no and i i feel bad for anybody who watched this movie while on lsd (laughs) yeah someone's like yo let's let's drop and then go in i'm like what the fuck is going on like that's gonna be a bad trip it's probably you know what the thing is it's probably like the first hour is just like settling into it and then the last hour is just like oh everything's kicking in now yeah yeah but like i thought the best representation of it was so nick cage kind of like when he's able to fight back, mm-hmm. and after he, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that. But like, he kind of sticks his finger in and just takes a little, t- and then like his head explodes. Yeah, <laughs> it's like this is some strong ass shit. And I don't think it lasted long. No, I think it, it only lasted like a few seconds, but Couple it was enough yet. to kind of understand what that drug does. Like you this, know? Is, this is like this is what they see. And like yeah, and then you see that biker guy just chug a whole bu- jar of that. Yep, and you're like, oh shit. <laughs> oh boy, hey now. But uh, this movie, like, so yeah, so after they they break in and take Mandy to uh, Jeremiah, which is in a very disturbing scene where she's getting like kind of like indoctrinated, where she's she's like force fed like drugs and then yeah stung in the neck by some fucking it, thing. It looked like a Japanese hornet. I think so is they're, they're that big. Yeah, like I think I'm almost I'm almost. Well, guess where I'm not going on vacation. <laughs> I'm not a big. I think uh, that's. I think that's where they got the uh, idea from. I think is oh, okay. like how big, like how big it is. Oh, Japanese. Yeah, yeah, let me see. Oh, that's a big fucking thing. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, yeah, like see, like that. That's about the same size. Yeah, I'm not about that action. No thanks. Miss me. Miss me with that. Chief. <laughs> so they they soak the Japanese hornet in this. Uh, it looks in like a jar of drugs. They, it looks like they fermented in fucking LSD. Yeah. So the stinger of the hornet is actually injecting the LSD. Mm-hmm. So when they put it into the neck, it, they put it like pretty much right into her bloodline after yeah. putting the eye the eye droplets of the LSD in. Like so, yeah. she's all fucked up. It's going right. To her, it's, <laughs> it's going, going right, right in. into her blood, right into her bloodstream. And then, and then it felt like this. Like I think it was like a. 15 minute long yeah fucking scene that was when I, that, I think that's when I was texting you that was like 30 minutes in and it's, like when that finally ended I was like what is going on in this it, movie this this whole thing of like Jeremiah trying to get Mandy on his on his team basically. he's like trying to recruit her to the cult yeah and he he goes through this whole performance where he's like I am you and you are me and we are God and all this other like hippie shit and it's like it used to, like it's just close ups and then they start like melding the faces oh and then Oh god that was great. And then it's like you, it's kind of it's in it's in a red light and it's very it's very trippy and I'm going to use trippy a lot cuz there's no other word to yeah, fucking no. describe it. But like it's it's like a seamless kind of like it's like they're projecting faces on each other. Yeah. Uh if you've seen the Joker test footage where it's like you just see Joaquin standing there and they project the light of the Joker makeup on mm-hmm. him. It's kind of that and then it gets broken up by the end where 
Thomas Wayne shows his dick, and you're just like, oh, I guess this is where this is going. Yeah, like he's like trying to swoon her with yeah. his sexuality, like, and then. But in the in the background, these they're playing this song, which is um, con- uh, very politely terrible. It's fucking bad. I love how you went from very politely to then just like oh it's I've, fucking bad no dude di- no disrespect but that's the worst fucking song I've ever heard that was I, real bad they I, were like oh do you like the Carpenters and I was like you know what I fuck with the Carpenters yeah, like let's see what's going that. on and then it's that and you're like that is not a good homage to the Carpenters I was like and then like you find out that he wrote that he wrote the song about himself so this man has this big ass ego. Yeah. And a small ass dick. A small ass dick with big ass <laughs> ego, which usually happens. Um so he it, she like goes he, she goes like, Oh, do you you write this song mm-hmm. about yourself? And he's like, Yes, I did and she starts hysterical laughing and he has and he she laughs for like I guess twenty minutes. It felt like twenty minutes. It felt yeah, I think it came out to like three minutes like yeah. of her total just like hysterical laughing, but she's doing it like purposely to annoy this guy there's points in movies where you feel like it just halts the momentum yeah. of like things like there's like there's certain movies where like you, you're going through like a story and then they have a scene where it's like uh they're trying to catch the audience up to everybody mm-hmm. and they just like halts the brakes on everything and you're like oh my god like i i fucking hate this the best as i could describe it and this is the worst example for it is the movie lava lantula's it's about... Is it... Can I guess what the movie's go about? Ahead. It sounds like spiders that are formed out of lava. Yeah, pretty much. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's pretty good. Starring Steve Gutenberg and Ooh. the rest of the Police Academy cast. that are that, The ones that are still alive. But it's... Uh, Michael so, Winslow? Yeah, he's there. Nice. So, nice. So they have this thing where it's like... It's, it's the Sharknado people who made it. Oh, okay. So in the beginning, they have the whole like inciting incident of like an avalanche of a of a volcano blowing up in in Los Angeles that's spitting out lava spiders, and they're big fucking spiders, and they're like they're running around trying to find safety, and then like at the twenty five minute mark or something, they go like into a building and they start breaking down the city plans, and I'm just like, uh, why? And I just. I fell asleep and I never went back to it. It's like I don't know how that movie ends. I was just like was so bored. But like it like this is that this is like that point where you think where it's like yeah. well what's going to happen in this movie that like is barely it's moved at a snail's pace which I'm on board for. I'm mm. on board for a slow movie, a slow start as long as as long as that end is fire. Yeah. But like so it comes to this point where she starts laughing at him and like you're like, oh no, like something bad's gonna happen. Yeah. Like, and I think that's why it taking its time. It's such a slow moving turn to like you gotta now you have to establish him as being a you establish him like using violent force of uh, and using the black skulls. Now you have to establish him as kind of an even worse figure. Yeah, like they do it because they're fucked up. Yeah. Like, I mean, because they're fuck- they fucked up and gone. They- he does it because he's fucking, like, a baby. Yeah, so he so he notices that, you know, she's pretty much like a lost cause because she's not buying what he's selling. Yeah. And he decides that she's just, you know, in his words, like, a whore. Yeah. Because, um, you know, real men. Yeah. You know, yeah. If, if you don't... If you don't uh, if you don't like our advances, you're obviously the problem. This is like the subreddit incels <laughs> that got banned, where it's just like this guy's a fucking pussy. You you don't and like my penis? Yeah, it's your problem. Yeah, fuck you. You're a fucking whore. You're like, I love the idea that whores are people that like have no problem doing things to guys, and she's not doing it to him, so therefore she's a whore, which uh, makes zero sense. It's a total contradiction. <laughs> it's it's basically an insult for insult's sake. Yeah, exactly. It's, like it's like I have nothing better to to say other than you know this yeah you know um so he decides you know she's not worthy after she pretty much said that she doesn't want it so she's not worthy uh she needs to go so then uh he has the grand plan of uh killing her yeah what Um, a way what a way um so they took both mandy and red um and they have red tied up by barbed wire um, 
Which oh, was it? Was it? Bar- I thought it was just like chain link fence. No, that was barbed wire. Barbed wire. Yeah, that was barbed wire. And that's how you could I... tell. That's how you could tell it's a it's a cheap. It was a it's a low budget movie because how he got his hand out it was like there was no skin tear at all. Yeah. Like even in, <laughs> no like, degloving. No degloving. Yeah. It's like, and he just like he just kind of goes whoop. <laughs> yeah. When I, when I saw that when I saw that scene of his hands like that, I thought of two things, and one's a, a traumatic part of my my past uh-huh. uh, where I got I got caught up in some barbed wire. Oh once, my god! And that was not fun. You, but, were you um, hopping fences trying to steal hop, chickens? Hopping fences, not trying to steal chickens, but hopping fences. Um, and then Hoodlum. it also reminds me of, what was it, Saw 2? When the girl ha- puts her hands oh, in, yeah. the, in the fucking razor trap. Oh. Yeah, was it Saw 2 or Saw 3? And like, those, the yeah. only way she could get out is if the razors like pr- essentially deglove her. Yeah. And like, that's all I could think about while he's trying to get his hands free from this fucking barbed wire. If they had two more million dollars... It would have been right get, there. Put a little piece of chicken on. That's, that's <laughs> all you got to do. So uh, she uh, gets burned alive um, in a sleeping bag. In a sleeping bag, <clears throat> right in front of Red. And then you watch it. You, you they don't cut away from it. They don't like. It doesn't do like a uh, a day to night tra- a night to day transition. It's basically you watch Red watching her being burned alive, cutting back and forth to this burning bag that's like kicking and moving. And like these, these the uh, religious nuts are just like kind of watching it too. Yeah. And they they leave him at the. I think they stab him with like. Uh, uh yeah, they have like a weird sword that they stab him on. It's in like the, the spe- side. It's like the spear of destiny or whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. It's, like it's not some, the pick of destiny. Yeah. Not to be confused. Yeah, it's some <laughs> it's some like Jesus bullshit. Yeah. And the and they leave him, and this is where the movie. Uh, starts to kick, kick up a kicks, little bit. It turns into a different movie. Yeah, like it's the the lighting's a bit more normal, and mm-hmm. the out in outdoors and outdoor scenes is a bit more normal. It's uh, it's gonna be get a little bit. It's gonna get a lot more violent, mm-hmm. and Nicolas Cage is gonna take over. And when yeah. that happens, when that third thing happens, oh lord! Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. So after he watches Mandy burned to death and he picks up a burnt skull and it blows away in the wind yeah that was really sad it was it's like very cause, sad because then you because you know any other movie i think would have just showed like a burned sleeping bag and like like either ashes or just like a burned sleeping bag where you could tell a body's inside but like this movie was smart because they knew that like the sleeping bag would burn away yeah like that would be the first thing to go and you would see the bones it's only nylon like, <laughs> yeah like you know but any other movie would have just had like a half burned fucking sleeping bag it'd and somebody the, dead it'd, inside it'd you know be what the I mean? implication of a, of a bag and a body yeah uh but so he then goes and, and and this is what I wanted to talk to you about uh, yesterday after we were talking about the about the movie. Um, he goes into the bathroom. Oh my god! Such and a he like good scene. he walks it. You know, he walks back into his house and he's like, and like the TV's still on and it has this weird fucking macaroni and cheese commercial going. Yeah, but real quick, that TV wasn't on during the. I think one of the, the invasions. Cult, I think one of the cult guys is watching. He's just hanging out, oh, just yeah, watching just TV. Stuff, yeah. Okay, you know? that makes it's sense. A while. So I was gonna say they were sleeping when that was yeah. done, and that TV was not on. Yeah. <laughs> but. <laughs> So yeah, it's like this weird macaroni and cheese. Com- I would actually would love to see that scene where it's just like, "What are you guys doing the uh, LSD thing?" All right, well that's like a good forty five minutes. I'm just gonna <laughs> pop off and watch Sports Center for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, apparently, uh, at the Alamo Draft House before the movie, they wheeled out a whole bunch of mac and cheese, <gasps> and people were confused as to why they were giving out free mac and cheese. And then they saw this part of the movie, and everybody in the theater started laughing. That's so. That's. <laughs> That's that's clever. That's clever. Uh, so, gross commercial though. Oh yeah, uh, it's a goblin vomiting cheddar, mac and cheese over kids, and the they're like, goblin. they're yeah, like, squ- the it reminds me. Did you ever watch the the skit from the Wise Kids You Know with the uh, the grapist? <laughs> No, <laughs> it's it's like a it's it's a drink commercial of this mascot who's just a big grape whose whole thing is he's gonna grape you, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and it's like fucked up like that where the kids are yelling and screaming and he's like I'm gonna tie you to the radiator and I'm gonna grape you and he's like I'm gonna grape your mother and your father <laughs> I'm gonna tie you to the radiator and I'm gonna grape you Jeez. and it's just like it's that kind of fucked up commercial but the kids are actually enjoying it with mac and cheese. Jeez. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, that's... Good show. Good, good show. show, yeah. <laughs> wow, we. 
(laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord, how do you come back from that? Ben Roethlisberger? (laughs) Oh, this... uh, I can't believe I'm doing this on this show. Crossover! But this is what happens when you do two shows in a week. Exactly. Oh, I don't and even... you have two of the co-hosts. Yeah. On both shows? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That's trouble. That's trouble. That's Hold on, trouble. wait for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you feel dirty now? No. Do you not... feel like you betrayed your show? Not really. <laughs> the, the, I have such a low standard. <laughs> Just for myself. That we have fun. Yeah, we have fun. We have fun. Talking about grapes and cheese. <laughs> grapes uh, and cheese. So yeah. So now this is this your favorite scene in the movie? Yes. Uh, hand hands down. Okay. Uh, there is such a wide range of emotion that is just portrayed by Nicolas Cage's face, but also him yelling. Like, so he goes into like he ends up going into the bathroom and he. For some reason, they did he walk into the bathroom with the liquor, or was no, the bathroom was, in was, the liquor? It was hidden in the cabinet. It was hidden in the cabinet. So he goes in, grabs this huge bottle of liquor, starts chugging it, and then he's like, oh, I should probably disinfect my wounds. So he pours it over his hands and pours it on his side where he got stabbed. It's kind of like it's an afterthought after a while. It's like, yeah. Yeah, like eh. he wanted to get fucked up. Like he yeah. wanted to just get drunk. Um, so he cleans his wounds off very very briefly like it wasn't like he didn't apply any pressure just like poured it on top uh that's all you need (laughs) all you need all you need and then uh starts chugging the rest of the bottle and he just starts like he does that nick cage like like you know like he's like he's not yelling he turned he grunts and yeah he doesn't really say any he doesn't say it like a single word Mm -hmm. but like you go you you like you kind of see this man when he walks through his house he's in a daze, and then when he starts drinking, and it, he kind of starts, like, I think once he starts pouring the alcohol on his wrists and his side, he starts realizing, like, oh, some shit happened. I, and he's, like, he's not drinking to forget. He's drinking to, like, get through it. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, you, you can see he's just kind of, like, building this, this rage up, and he's, like, he's grunting. He's kind of, like, slapping himself. He's, like, grabbing his neck while he's drinking. Yeah. And he's, like, he's doing all these weird choices, which, in the moment, they fucking work. They fucking work. Yeah. And you're just sitting there watching this man just kind of like break down from being a, a man of society into a fucking animal. Yeah. And, ooh. And yeah, you could see like he's like, he starts off getting like, he, like you could tell he's really upset. Mm-hmm. And you could tell like he just, he just watched the love of his life die. And then you slowly start him, like start to see him turn into like a revenge a revenge mission like oh, you yeah. see like the anger in his face just grow and then you're like he's about to go full-blown nick cage right now he, and boy does he he goes <laughs> so nick cage to the like, and he like, like he does a gear up thing he doesn't do like a gear up montage but he like he gets and then he goes to his i guess his buddy's house his buddy's house yeah he gets his old crossbow he, he finds out you know who uh who these fucking uh weird people are and they like, like this is where you get most of the information, the exposition dump. Like mm-hmm. this had to happen because you're like, all right, well, what's going on? And you find out like, okay, like, um, sorry, uh, you find out like who that who the who the monsters motorcycle men are. You find out like what's going on, why they act the way they act. Yeah, and it it's like okay, like you didn't get any information beforehand, and you're like, okay, now I need this is like I need a break. From all the seat, like all the visuals, mm-hmm. and just give me something to, to bite into. Yeah, and they give you the, they just kind of go like, here you go, and then Nick Cage just goes out, and he and then after that, it's very little dialogue from there on out. Mm-hmm. It's like I think maybe like ten words. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that Jeremiah was the he's like, the only one who talked. He's the only one that really talked in the whole movie. Yeah. But Nick Cage and and what I said was that Nick Cage gave a better performance than Casey Affleck at in uh, Manchester by the Sea, because it's both it's the same performance where they don't really say a lot. They both like lose family members and they they both just show emotion on their face like. But Casey Affleck shows zero emotion. Yeah. Nicholas Cage shows. All the emotion. See, that's, a, that's a, like, Manchester by the Sea I had a problem with because, like, you were waiting so long for, like, him something. to... F- for something. For something. Like, for him to, like, finally, like, break down it's and... like, you know like, what? You know what, Karen? I am upset that you fucking said these bad things about yeah. me. Yeah. It's like, I, I really took it to heart, you know? 
Yeah, like, or, like, he finally, like, breaks down with his nephew. Right. And, like, you know, like, you you get, like, oh, they understand each other. Like, no, never happens. It's like, it's like yeah. Like, yeah. I good gotta... movie, but it could have been a lot better. I, I, I liked it, and I was like, oh, there's a, bu- there's a bunch of people acting around Casey Affleck. And it's just him just standing there going, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Boston, yeah, yeah, you know, white people, yeah, yeah, my kids died in a yeah. fire. Yeah. But, like, like park my car. I love my, uh, <laughs> You guys want to go to Harvard? I left the furnace on <laughs> in the winter time, and my kids died. Uh, but yeah, like <laughs> we're laughing. Yeah, well, they're not real. Well, that's true. So, <laughs> that's true. So, so yeah, Nicholas Cage fuck he fucks up the black skulls. He first like just destroys his car running over a guy. Uh, after shooting him with an arrow. Yeah, after shooting with the crossbow with an arrow, so. So sharp, it could cut through bone like a fat kid with through cake. Yep. Which, yep. I'm tired of that expression. Yeah. Chuck it. Dude, enough with the fat shaming. Yeah, like, right? in movies. There's a lot of things that cut through things. Yeah. A knife through butter. That too. Scissors through paper. That also. A very sharp arrow through a person. <laughs> That's it. That, you could have just said that. Yeah. Um, what else? And then they get, he gets kind of, he gets taken to their hangout, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it's this... And then the wet boy. It's the wet boy who kind of reminds me of Channing Tatum in uh, oh, yeah. in uh, the. Oh, this was, is the end. This is the end. Yeah. Is that it? Where he's just like in a fucking gimp suit, except a little bit more slimy. Yeah. <laughs> then he cuts his shirt. And he's like, "That's my favorite shirt." Yeah. And then he. <laughs> so like the whole time he's tied up to like this radiator with like a steam pipe, yeah. and every time he gets like. So the gimp starts like punching him in the face, and every time he punches him, the the steam pipe starts coming like a little yeah. bit looser and looser, and finally just fucking like breaks it off, and then fucking slaps this guy in the fucking head with it, and he falls into the the pit from three hundred. That's yeah. somehow like underneath every uh, rural household yeah. is a five hundred foot pit. <laughs> yeah, uh, um, but like I don't know, like like oh my god, like this, like he just kind of goes through each person, and then he he. He gets to this guy, this fat guy who's watching the pornos, or just, like, one, like, five-second segment of it that keeps on looping. Yeah. And then he, like, stabs him in the fucking throat and gets all the blood on his face. So, that, see, that scene was, like, weird, because as Nick Cage is walking through this house, he looks in a room, and there's this girl lying on a bed who looks dead, and then a guy bent over the bed with blood all over his ass. Mm-hmm. And you're like, alright, what the fuck is that? I think that's just to say, like, what the fuck's going on? Oh, but I don't know if you noticed, mm-hmm. but the guy that he killed watching the porno had a huge penis that was just a knife. Oh, yeah, that's right. So so, so that guy was getting railed out by this fucking knife thing. Yeah. <laughs> and this guy's just, like, I, trying to stab Nick Cage with his dick. I think the that's thing just is, a knife. <laughs> that, that, that fight scene was so dark... You couldn't really very tell. Very tough to see. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, you kind of got the idea of it when you saw him. Kind of. And, and this guy's just like snorting a, a mountain of coke, just like on that's hanging out on this desk. Yeah. And you're like, this guy is not sanitary. <laughs> he doesn't like, care what's going on right now. Yeah, it's a weird thing. But then you get like, and then you kind of get like a, a legit fight scene between Nick Cage and I think the leader after he shoots him in the neck with an arrow and he just pulls it out. Yeah, but he's so fucked up that he doesn't even feel it, and they fight. They he uh, I forget how he kills. How does he kill the? Which guy was? Which guy is this? Was this the guy that's with the burning car? Yeah. Oh, what happened to? Oh, he kicks him in the car, doesn't he? Well, yeah, like on fire. Yeah, she's still burning. She's still burning. That's when he grabs the the axe that he forged. Oh, that's right. So he when he's at his buddy's house, he forges this huge fucking axe. As you do. As you do. You know, because every lumberjack knows how to forge an axe. Just pour some steel in the mold <laughs> and just cool it off for like six hours or six yeah. days. Yeah, long I don't takes. know how long it took. But uh, also, one of the, like we, it happens in between those two deaths. With, uh, so he kills the one guy and then in the house there's also the other guy that starts to attack him. And that's the guy that he snaps his neck, and oh. it zooms in on his face as he does it. Like, he goes, crack, and then zoom. Oh, sm- and he's smiling. And he's smiling, and he's like, oh. yeah, fuck it. Like, that was one of the best shot scenes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> cinematography-wise, it was in- it was so beautiful to watch. I think what you have to enjoy about the cinematography in this, and I, and I keep on referring to the fact that it's a $6 million movie, 
uh, the fact that it's so close. Like they got this mm-hmm. camera, and it's so close to everything. And then when like you, you kind of it kind of feels like they're kind of bumping into it as they're fighting mm-hmm. in the in the house at least. And like and when Nick Cage does something, so when he like stabs the guy through the neck and he has all the blood in his face, or when he like snaps the the gentleman's neck and he's smiling, it's just like you just kind of feel the cameras just like it's touching him. Yeah. And like you're like, oh, that's uncomfortable too. Yeah. Like every, like everything kind of in this area makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. And, and I really and I enjoyed that to a to a, to a point. So so the first guy was the guy that he slit his throat and all the blood started pouring onto his face. Right. Which gave him that dope ass look for the whole the rest fucking, of the movie. The fucking red mask. Yeah, like oh. if you saw if you saw any like promo materials, like it's that red mask and that's where he gets it from. Then he kills the other guy by snapping his neck, mm-hmm. smiling with the bloody face. As he leaves, he grabs the, the axe, axe yeah. and he's like ready to go. And you're like that's the first like scenes of action and you're like oh shit like this movie something's going on with this movie now this, like now now we're at 100 yeah and like then he gets to the the fucking cult with just like this beautiful set piece where like this uh first off he finds uh the old guy who was a real he's a real piece of shit the uh, brother dove or brother dawn whatever the fucking bald gentleman is Oh, the the guy the the, the, the number the one horn blower. Yeah, the horn blower. Yeah. Like, whatever his dick is, I don't fucking care. But like, he finds him and the uh, and sis sis, and, sis. I think is her name. Yeah, sis uh, something. I should. It's like I didn't watch the movie. Uh, hold on, I have it on IMDb. I keep on going back to it. Uh, Brother Swan. That's who it was. Brother Swan and sister. No. No. Yeah, I think it's just sis. And Sister Lucy. Oh. Whoops. Yeah. So, and she's like a young girl. Yeah. So he, he fucking, he, he, he blows out these, these tires with like these, uh, these, these like trap mines or whatever they are. Mm-hmm. Like these pieces of metal blows out the tires and he like, he fucked this guy. He just fucking nails this guy to a tree and he's like, oh, she was a whore and she burned and he just, he then <laughs> stabs him in the mouth. He, like, puts it in his mouth, like, the sharp end of the, the axe, yeah. and, like, just places it in his mouth, and, like, the guys keep trying to talk, and Nick Cage is like, nah, fam, you're yeah, done, and like, then just shoves it, like, even the, further, and blood just starts pouring out of this guy's mouth. It's the, the, and we, and, um, we did, I was talking about this in the uh, movie we did called, uh, Here Comes the Night, or The Night Comes for Us, I was mm-hmm. fuck up the name, but The Night Comes, and they, they had this point where they have, like, blood effects, where like the guy just goes, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. and like so obviously this guy's like, we could be like, uh, you don't have to do that, <laughs> and and then like Nick Cage just kind of just walks away, leaves uh so he has some sense of mercy mm-hmm. because he's like, I don't care about this little girl. Yeah, he's like, she didn't really do anything. She didn't do much. But also like, I guess he also kind of feels bad for her. Yeah, because like. like uh, so early in the movie, she, Jeremiah gives her a gun, and she's like, "Oh, you think you know what love is?" Red uh, talking to Nick Cage, and he's like, "Why, uh, sis? Why don't you show him how much you love me?" Right. And like he puts one bullet in there, she turns plays Russian roulette. roulette. She yeah. plays Russian roulette and uh, pulls the trigger, and you could tell she's like, "God damn, what am I doing here?" Yeah, she's like, <laughs> "I am having some second thoughts. Like I have have some instant buyer's remorse on this." So I think. So I think him letting her free is like, I'm gonna kill everybody else. So please get away from here. <laughs> yeah, like you better run. And yeah. then, uh, so yeah, then he goes into this, like this. He go. He has a chainsaw fight. He throws his axe. Fucking weird. Yeah, it's it's, it's a, like you see him grab a chainsaw. It's and a, it's like this Indiana Jones Raiders of the Lost Ark style fight. Yeah, where it's just a him versus like this big guy, and they just kind of like slapping chainsaws around and. The, the way he wins is that he trips the guy out. No, a chain. He, he, no, he gets a chain. He gets, oh, like, yeah, he, he gets he, a chain. Like he a, goes night rider. He, he goes ghost rider. Uh, ghost rider. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, now you, now you out of luck, pal. He knows how to fire all over the place. It's like he, he knows how to work a chain. fucking chain. Yeah. But the, the funniest part about that chainsaw battle is Nick Cage is like, 
fuck it, yeah, I'm a lumberjack, I found this fucking chainsaw, let's fucking do it. And this guy's going one-on-one against this other guy. Nick Cage got a chainsaw. This guy reaches behind a car and pulls out a chainsaw that's double the size of Nick Cage's. It's, it's, basic, <laughs> it's basically a dick fight. Yeah, yeah like Nick, Nick Cage is like, I'm comfortable with this, I'm comfortable with this, and this other guy has a big dick, and he's like, well, shit. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was like, really, so really like, funny. Like, the fucking, like, symbolism and all the metaphors in this movie is so subtle that it's, like, getting hit in the face with a hammer. Yeah. Like, like, there's certain things that it does, and you're like, oh, alright, like, I get it. And it's, like, other things, it's like, I'm sorry, I'm stretching. My shoulder's fucking, like, knotted up. There we go. Uh, But, like, other things, it's just like, do you like a bunny rabbit? Here's a bunny rabbit. Like, it's just kind of, like, everything you want, and they just shove it in your face. And it's like, oh, okay. Like, there's, like, there's no more time for this. Mm -hmm. Like, it's budget day. <laughs> yeah. Like, everything's got to go. And every all the fight scenes were pretty much quick because yeah. of that. You know, you could tell that the budget kind of hindered yeah. this movie. Like, they spend most... I think they spend a lot of that money on that wood structure. The, like, big, like, kind of triangle uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. church. And I was like, I, I, this, I hope it was a miniature. But, like, like, it was a really cool look, especially when it was set on fire. Yeah. Uh, and, like, uh, so, the... Uh, like he kind of goes in this underground thing, and he meets this. The, he meets the old lady, uh, whatever the fuck her name is. The the one who's like a real, real bitch throughout the whole thing. And you're like, ah, oh, I fucking hate this lady. Yeah, she's the one that injected. Uh, Mother Marlene. Mother Marlene is the one that injected the hornet into. Yeah, she's like the biggest enabler of Jeremiah. She's, yeah, she's so, and she's like, I'm the most sensuous lover. Yeah, and she like, she loves me because of how well I do. She's like, I'll do it to you. <laughs> like she's trying to like fight and, for her life through sex. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like it's, it shows like it's the last acts of desperate people. Yeah, and like they try to remember like base instincts, and and he's like he kind of like you just see like Nick Cage kind of doing this like weird heroic like face off to the distance thing yeah. and then she starts face talking. off oh, 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 oh. <laughs> it would be oh god damn it it would be so much better like why uh, I'm gonna delete this episode right now and now we're gonna just gonna redo it with all Nicolas Cage movie references <laughs> throughout I could I could do I could do it yeah alright bye could, uh, no no I could I could I could shove it in I could I could shoehorn it into this episode <laughs> I only know three more Nick Cage movies but yeah uh, no yeah so he, she's talking all this shit and then he like he kind of turns his head after she says something really fucking wick, uh, wacky and then it's like it cuts and then you see Jeremiah just kind of like like running up against the walls and you're like what the fuck is this guy doing yeah. he's like stay back I'm God in this room and it's yeah. like and then he throws the head uh, in. The, uh, the head of Marlene and then it kind of like it, you kind of like realize in a moment that like it, like in a snap it's like Jeremiah goes like oh I fucked up Oh no! Yep. He's like, like fuck! Like he got through everybody. It's like this is real he, now. He kicked ass. Yeah. Through everybody. Yeah, and it's like, he, he, and they do. He the... kicked ass. Okay. Relax. <laughs> relax. <laughs> it's, get, it's getting too. It's getting too much. It's getting too heat here. I don't have to get my Conair hairdresser. <laughs> Conair. <laughs> Snake eyes. Man. So now you could tell that, like, just the way that he reacted. Ghost um, Rider. No, <laughs> we did that one. You could, you could tell that, uh, you could tell that Jeremiah was, like, really, like, shook oh, when yeah. Marlene's head, because, like, Marlene was, he like, his... there was nothing left. Marlene was, like, his national treasure. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh. <laughs> Some might say he was moonstruck. <laughs> oh, all right. All yeah, that's right. a deep one. That's, that's a, a good one. one. <laughs> and when he got to Nicolas Cage, he had the vampire's kiss. Mm. All right, this is not going to go. Because <laughs> we're just like scrolling through his IMDb. He's like, is this one going to work? <laughs> yeah, you can really tell that it was just, you know, the National Treasure 2. <laughs> I'll delete this episode right now. No, 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 please don't. Yeah, because he really Spider-Man into the Spider-Man. <laughs> Uh, all, right, all right, all right, so, yeah, so, Jeremiah is doing this, weird, like, he's, like, Jeremiah's doing all the acting here, but, and, um, Nicholas, he's kind of, and Nicholas Cage is just kind of standing there, mm-hmm. and it's, it's doing the same, um, 
lighting effect as it did before, as we were talking about with the uh, the black skulls where the lights would go off, and instead of it being a, a blue electric, like an electric blue thing, mm-hmm. it would be a, a, a deep red, kind of like Mandy's color. Yeah. So he's just stepping even closer to the point he grabs his face, and then like Jeremiah just starts like kind of rattling off. It's like I'm this, 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 and he's like. And as he's realizing that shit's not working, he's like, well, I'll, I'll suck your dick, man. Like, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll suck your dick. It's really fucking weird. Because he knows, like, this is, like, like it's what it's like a Mother Marley, it's like, this is the desperate act. But like, that's also what they know, too. Right, Because, yeah. like, obviously this cult is over-sexual, over-sexualized, mm. so, like, the last thing he has is, like, hey, I'll, I'll suck your dick. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's like, welcome to Mooseport. And like, no, that's not his movie. I think it's a Gene Hackman movie. Yeah, yeah, that is. <laughs> but like, yeah, like it's it's this weird like it's a desperate act. It's a sad act, and you this is like mm-hmm. you you realize that this villain is a child, and it's like all he knows is like certain like certain things. Like this is gonna like this will work for me because I'm a baby, and, and, like, and now he knows that he's faced with death because he's you know staring right in the face mm-hmm. of um uh you know the lord of war that's right yeah yeah so he knows you know he's about to die ah <laughs> uh, okay and then fucking nicolas cage fucking smushes his head yeah <laughs> is that possible for like an actual human to do that to another human like unless you're the fucking mountain from game of thrones like a fucking huge like can nick cage Realistically, can Nick Cage think, squeeze the life out of somebody's head? Yes, I you think th- so. I think so. I think he's well. He's this bulk. He's this kind of this bulking mass in this one. He's definitely bigger. And I think no, I don't think he can. But like, I think it's just the over. Plus, he's like high off his balls right now. That's true. And that's true. I just, <laughs> I think it's just it's just to put the cherry on the top. You know, as they would say before. Uh, he just kind of just yeah and it, and it ended it and it and it ended to the best driveaway scene in any movie yeah so nicholas cage walks out and this fucking this church is burning down and it has like an yeah. it has an open cross that like i guess it's supposed to let the, the light in yeah but like you just see the flames coming out of it it's it's super hot in there and uh you know the weatherman said that it was going to be you know, super hot. You are, you are single-handedly <laughs> just derailing this this fucking review. <laughs> oh my god! I'm gonna hold on. Give me, give me that. Give me that. As he's driving away, you got shades of Gone in sixty seconds. <sighs> yeah, because the movie was gonna be done in sixty. Se- yeah. Uh, no, but like, you start seeing, you start seeing like when he, him and Mandy met. And like it's just really kind of this cool scene where he's he's alone in a bar and then he sees her across the room and she sees him. They lock eyes. Mm-hmm. He's wearing the forty four shirt, so that's the reason why it's his favorite shirt. And then they have the best fucking like he's they have the light like this bright white light over his face and he's got the like you see this entire his entire day on his face with the red like the red mask the whole like he's all beating the shit. And he's just smiling. He's just like smiling because he's like seeing the light oh, of his life. God. And it's like, and you know, this man like that in that relationship, he was the rock of that relationship. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And he was a he was a true army of one. <laughs> uh, and he didn't leave anyone. He didn't leave anyone left behind. He was. He was wild at heart. He was wild. <laughs> uh, he was seeking justice. Oh my god, this works too well. Yeah. We should have really planned this out, actually. Yeah, honestly, like the whole movie, it was just time Could've... for him to kill. Yeah. <laughs> he was in a time to kill? Yeah. Oh my god. He was Enrico Silvestri. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Jesus Christ. Damn. All right, so that's enough of that adaptation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, let's give it a grade. Um, I'm saying a hardcore six. I like it. Like I really like this movie, and you're like, I give it a six. I'm being, I'm being honest. <laughs> no, no, six is I, like, I, I, six I... is a perfect expectation because it's like it's not great, but it's a lot of fun. All right, so I am gonna give it a seven. Whoa. I'm giving it a 7 because the, the second half of the movie was really, really good. Mm-hmm. The first half of the movie, 
I felt so what what happened in the first half of the movie is what they did in the first five in the first ten minutes of John Wick. So oh, they, yeah. So they spent like forty five minutes doing what John Wick did in ten, the and then John yeah, like establishing everything. Like this yeah. movie could have been an hour and a half. And it could have been a great hour and a half movie. Yeah. But the fact that it was two hours and you just dragged on the whole first act for 45 minutes. Yeah, I mean, if they was... dragged that out, it would have been a real kiss of death. <laughs> How do you like it? I find it funny. It's fucking funny. As you're trying, as you're trying to talk, someone's bringing out the dead. <laughs> fucking, it, it was... A, Solid second half movie. The first half needs a lot of work. Yeah. If it's recut down to like a twenty minute first like first act, and then you know this movie room. should really be ninety minutes long instead yeah. of like two hours. Yeah, I agree. I mean, but you could shoot on eight millimeter film. <laughs> that was a that was a reach. That was a bad one. That's a reach. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was a bad one. That was a real reach. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, you could tell that Nick Cage just wanted to be a family man in this in this movie. And at the end, he drove angry. He yeah. He really drove... Oh, no, all right. And, you know, he, he burned down the church, which really showed that he was a matchstick man. Oh, <laughs> oh Lord. Uh, no, I I think, look, this movie is... It's good. I th- all right, so it's about a six and a half overall. Yeah. Uh, Nicholas Cage said he really liked this character because it was his way of playing, like, Jason. Yeah, you know, like, and this it, is Jason from the other side, I guess, from Jason's perspective. Yeah, and like a, in a doggy dog world, oh, you know. Oh, <laughs> oh, no, so uh, apparently he was uh, he was first brought on to play Jeremiah. Yeah, which would have been nuts. Which would have been nuts, but he said that he couldn't relate at all. But he related a lot to Red. Yeah, he he would have been like a sorcerer's apprentice then. Yeah, yeah, essentially. Mm. That was a that's a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> So he figured what's next, and knowing... What <laughs> I was do. trying to figure out next. I was trying to figure out how to get next in there. I'm trying to figure out how to get Captain Corelli's mandolin. Oh, man, I'm trying to think of how to, how Peggy Sue got married. <laughs> that's it, that's the really one I'm good. trying to, like, shoehorn in there. That and Teen Titans go to the movies. Oh, Lord. All right, we've passed an hour. Um, so this movie, um, yeah, it's on Amazon, uh, for, for a dollar, for a dollar so it's can, worth it. Like um, it's, it's kind of worth it. <laughs> it's, it's worth it. You, you're not so, going to yeah. lose that much if you don't have a dollar to spare on a movie. It, listen, we, we, we said it to Matt carb up before you see this movie. Yeah. Like don't come into this movie with the, with the idea of you're going to watch like, a. a a two-hour masterpiece. Yeah, this isn't like a Friday the 13th or a fucking, like, Conjuring horror type movie. Yeah. It's a different movie all in total, but, like, yeah, kind of kind of know where you're going with this. It's not going to... It's, it's going to take a little while to get there. Yeah. Um, but, um, so, yeah, it's about a six and a half from us overall. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Uh, yeah, so let's do uh, the end of the show. So that's the shoot, as we always say. Uh, you could uh, find us here at Movie Mayhem on Twitter at Movie Mayhem Pod, on Instagram at Movie Mayhem Podcast, and uh, the Gmails at Movie Mayhem Podcast at gmail.com. Mikey, mm-hmm. where could the people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Dequats, on Instagram at MDQuat, and uh, on the Pick Last Podcast that's on right. Wednesdays. Wednesdays, um, uh, we're coming up to the playoffs. Playoffs. Which is uh, very playoffs. important. I was talking to Andrew and about certain other things that we could do after the football season. But we'll, we'll probably get that done with yeah. the production meeting. I believe we have a guest this week coming in, too. Oh, I, have we to, do? I have to double-check with him, but I believe, yeah, uh, Nick Landy. Oh, I believe cool. said that he was he was down for this week. Uh, this week so Very nice. I'll double-check and make sure he's still in. Cool, um, cool, cool, cool. Also, real quick. He has a podcast, too. He does, the Landy Lodge. Landy um, Lodge. It's on iTunes? It's on iTunes. It's on Spotify. And it's on YouTube. He does video as well. Very nice. Um... Also, before we leave, mm-hmm. quick cage match. What's your favorite Nick Cage movie? I love Con Air. I'm a big Con Air guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is pretty close. After all the fucking t- after all the titles we just dropped, I have to go back and look. Um, Con Air face off the rock is a pretty good. Oh, man, I like National Treasure. Raising Arizona. Actually. Raising Arizona is a really, really good movie. Good. Yeah. National Treasure is my favorite one though. National Dread is like his Indiana Jones. Yeah, and, so, and it's really well done, both of them. I really yeah. enjoy both of them. So yeah, so that's that's gonna be this that this that week. I'm so fucking thrown off. Next week, Matt should be back. 
Uh, we're coming to the end of season four. It's been a it's been about over a year, so it's it's well it's well due. So uh, we'll see you later. Bye guys. <laughs> I remember all my life Raining down as cold as ice Shadows of a man A face through a window Crying in the night The night goes into morning Just another day my way